and they may not agree with you now or get it, quote unquote, get it now, they'll get it later. I have students till this day, they'll DM me. Oh my gosh, past employees, past dance students, you know, they were with me when they were eight, five, 10 years old, and now they're in their 20s. They're having babies. They're getting married. They'll send me a DM and they're like, Joanna, I get it. I get it now when you were telling us XYZ 20 years ago. I get it when you were explaining this about that 10 years ago. I didn't get it then. You bugged me then. I didn't like it, et cetera, et cetera. And now I get it. I'm like, okay, well, cool. And I'm so glad that I had the courage. I, it was not required for me as much. I, I was a pretty good teacher, a dance teacher to, to adolescents because I did not require them to agree with me. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. I am your host and your gal, Joanna Vargas, where I know that when you ask better questions and get truly curious, infinite possibilities can open up for your life. Today is a solo show and it is entitled Others Are Listening. If you've been listening here for a while, you may know that I always talk about on my solo shows something that's happening in my life currently. And right now, this came up this morning. And my boyfriend brought this up to me and he and I were having a question, a conversation because every day in the evening, we ask each other, what was your favorite moment of the day? And last night I fell asleep early on him. So like uh, on the couch. So we didn't get to ask the question. So he asked me this morning, what was your favorite moment, moment yesterday? And I told him this story and it was really cool because of what he said afterwards. And I'm going to tell you the story. My favorite moment was yesterday I was teaching a fitness class and one of the clients comes up to me afterwards and I told her, you know what, hey, you're, you're doing really great, your form, you're getting stronger. And I'm like, and it looks like you've lost some pounds, some LBs, congratulations. And she's like, yeah, I have, thank you so much. And then she looked at me and she said, you know what, I, I wanna let you know that because of you, I am now able to do a push-up and my heart just lit up. My spirit just was so bright when she told me that because one of my big targets in life is to help females do a push-up. And I know that might sound so trivial and so simple, yet I've been in the fitness industry for 25 plus years. And what I've realized and, and seen and I'm a, what, what I'm aware of is that most females believe that they are not strong enough to do a push-up. So they will 99.9% .9 of the time go right onto their knees right away until they train with me. And I'm like, and I always ask them like, why do you go to your knees? And they're like, well, why not? That they, get, they give me the energy of like, well, why not? Because I can't do a push-up. So I was taught that I should go to my knees. And I see the knees as a training, training wheels, like on a bicycle. And I'm like, okay, cool. And now it's time to take the training wheels off. 
it's time to take the training wheels off. You're so much stronger than you know. You're not. You're never going to know if you can do a push-up if you never get off your knees. Anyway, that's a whole other podcast. And it's really not about the push-up. It's about, it's such a mirror in our lives how we automatically choose, most of us will choose something simpler so that we can not fail. And b- biggest thing is we don't want to fail. If I can't do a push-up, that means I'm failing. It's like, well, that's how you're going to build the push-up is by getting off your knees. Anyway, she comes up to me and tells me, you know, because of you, I can do a push-up. And she said, last week when you were telling us about getting off your knees, I gave a little 30-second spiel. Sometimes when I'm teaching, I'm like, okay, I have a minute to explain what's next. And I'm going to use 30 seconds to give a quick TED talk. You know what I mean? Like a quick little rally. And then the other 30 seconds, I'm going to tell them what the exercise is next. And I explained about getting off their knees. You know, uh, you can do whatever it was that I said, I don't remember. And most of all the females got off their knees and were able to do, I'm like, even if you could do one push up, that's better. And then you go, then you go back to the training wheels. But if you keep going to the training wheels, then you're never going to learn how to ride your bicycle. And she said, Joanna, I could do push ups. And her face was like, and I never knew I could. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I looked at her and I said, that's my favorite moment of the day. Thank you so much. I said, because it is my, my mission, my goal, my target in life is to, for women to see how strong physically they are. And, you know, some of these trainers are telling them right away to go down to their knees. And this is not to, you know, impugn on any other trainers. It's just like, what are we doing to teach the people around us about what we're capable of? And even if you do a push-up, one millimeter push-up, one centimeter push-up, that's better than nothing. We don't have to do a full push-up. And that's another thing we are taught that it has to be all or nothing or I'm failing. And I'm like, you could totally do a push-up. It may not be all the way down, but you just went down an inch. Do you see that? You went down an inch. Don't you dare tell me that you can't do a push-up. Again, I digress. I'm I'm talking more about push-ups than, you know, about that people are listening. So she said, I just want to say thank you. And now I know what I can do and what I'm capable of. And, you know, we had a nice conversation and she left. And what stood out from that conversation is that she was listening. I wasn't really sure if anybody was listening to me on the microphone. I was like, okay, if anybody hears me, great. If not, let's see what happens. But the theme of today's podcast is that when you're speaking, others are listening. Even though they may not be giving you facial cues that they understand, they're not, they may not be nodding their head. They may not be, you know, giving you a thumbs up and all those kind of cues physically. They are listening. Now, maybe not all 100% of your audience is listening, but they are listening, especially parents out there. When you're talking to your kids, they may be like, yeah, whatever, mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatever, dad. Mm -hmm." But they're listening. I did that to my mom and my dad a gazillion times, and I heard everything they said, even though it seemed like I was writing them off. I was not. I mean, maybe at that time I was because I was a young and dumb teenager. Yet I was listening. So as I'm telling my boyfriend this in the morning, he says, you know what? That is so cool. You know what? They're always listening. And I said, yes, babe, people are always listening. So I go, I'm going to continue speaking. Even though if I think, if my body thinks that nobody's listening because they're not nodding their head and going, yeah, all right, they are listening. And the theme was Joanna, keep speaking. They're listening. 
And what came up to me was that uh, my Instagram, I have been just kind of bored with social media lately. I'm just like, I just don't want to post it unless it's fun. And it hasn't been fun lately. And I'm asking the question, like, how can it be fun? Why is it not? Or what is this? How can it be fun? How can I shift this so it can be fun? Uh, you know, what is it that it's not fun? Show me, show me. And I think deeper in, I'm thinking like, nobody's listening. Nobody cares. But they are, Joanna. They are. And all of you listening out there, when you speak, people are listening. Even if they don't give you the physical cues. And this also led to another conversation this morning with my boyfriend is that he is very much, uh, he requires a lot of physical cues when you're talking to him. And sometimes I'm just quiet and I'm listening. I'm just, you know, I'm just in a quiet mood. I'm in my, you know, woman cave. I'm just in a cave and I'm listening though. And then he'll be telling me a story and he'll look over and he'll say, are you listening? I go, yeah, babe. And I'll repeat everything he said. And he's like, oh, I just require you to shake your head and be like, oh, yeah, and just look like I'm really, really interested. And I'm like, babe, just because I'm not doing that doesn't mean that I am not listening to you. I am listening. So that brought up that conversation. He's like, yeah, you know what? And he says, he told me, he goes, you know what? Your dad, your dad is a very interesting fellow because he does not require any physical cues. Zero, my dad. He could talk to you. And he doesn't get the point that you're like, okay, you're walking out the door. Okay, dad, I got to go. I got to go. I'm late for an appointment. He will continue talking. It is not required for him to care one ounce if he thinks you're listening or not. He's like, it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to tell you this story and I know you're listening and I don't, it doesn't, I, I do not require your facial physical cues in order for me to continue talking. So that was very interesting. I'm like, oh, I wonder what else I can learn from my dad that I do not require everyone to give me a thumbs up because I'm like, that's just me. That's just my ego needing everybody to go, yeah, and agree with me. And just because they're not agreeing with you physically, they're listening. And they may not agree with you now or get it, quote unquote, get it now. They'll get it later. I have students till this day, they'll DM me. Oh my gosh, past employees, past dance students, you know, they were with me when they were eight, five, 10 years old. And now they're in their twenties. They're having babies. They're getting married. They'll send me a DM and they're like, Joanna, I get it. I get it. Now when you were telling us X, Y, Z 20 years ago, I get it. When you were explaining this about that 10 years ago, I didn't get it. Then you bugged me. Then I didn't like it, et cetera, et cetera. And now I get it. I'm like, okay, cool. Cool. And I'm so glad that I had the courage. I, it was not required for me as much. I, I was a pretty good teacher, a dance teacher to, to adolescents because I did not require them to agree with me. I just knew this is what's required to tell you. And if you don't like it, it that doesn't mean much to me. And it made me think about, I train trainers a lot. I've done this for the past 20 years where I teach teachers how to teach. I teach, I have taught dance teachers how to teach and I have taught fitness teachers how to teach, hundreds of them over the past 20 years. And I have a formula down and I know it works. And I'm like, I know you know dance and I know you know fitness. I totally get that. But I'm going to teach you how to teach. I'm going to teach you how to relate to humans. I'm going to teach you how to relate to XYZ, your students. That's what I'm going to teach you. 
I'm going to teach you how to use your fluctuation of voice. I'm going to tell you how to use eye contact, like all those other things I'm going to teach you how to do. Yeah, I know you know your craft, but that's not what this is. And one of the biggest things I've heard from other instructors, number one thing I've heard from them is like, yeah, but everybody seems like they're just so bored. And I look at them, I said, this is not about you. This is not about what you're receiving from them. Just because they're quiet, just because they look bored, just because they look tired, just because they're not woo hooting and hollering in class back to you doesn't mean that they're not enjoying themselves. You know, number one, they could be pretty shy and quiet people, okay? Number two, maybe they just had a bad day. Number three, maybe they're just quiet. Number four, maybe they had a fight with their husband five minutes before. I mean, you can go on and on. It has nothing to do with you. And the biggest thing that, number one thing I tell the trainers, teachers, when I teach them, I'm like, you teach the exact same way, regardless of what you're receiving back from them. Yes, it's an energy exchange. Yes, it's a gifting and receiving of energy. I totally get it. And the instructors that stand out from everybody else can teach a great class regardless of what the audience, of what the students are giving back to them and regardless of what happened in their day. Regardless, you will give a great class. Now, mind you, sometimes I know many classes are better of mine than others. And in my head, I think they're the same. And energetically, they're probably not the same. However, I do do my best in every class. It not me, might not be the 10 of Joanna. It might be a seven that day, but it's a 10 for that day. So overall, it might be a seven of my best day, but for that particular day, it's a 10. For that particular day, it's a 100. For that particular class, it's my best at that moment. And that was the biggest thing I learned because when I was starting to teach dance at 18 years old, I think I was 17 or 18, I would let everybody else get to me. I would allow every other student, whatever their mood that they came in a class. Oh, there we go. Class is done. Oh, everybody's happy today. So I'm going to be happy as a teacher. Oh, everybody's quiet today. So I'm going to be quiet. And I'm like, this is not working because I would go home feeling everything that they felt. And I was exhausted, absolutely exhausted. And until I learned that they had nothing to do with what I feel, they have nothing to do with how I'm going to teach. They have nothing to do with what I'm going to mirror back to them. Now, yes, granted, it is an energy exchange. And if my class is really fun and outgoing, yeah, I will, I will feed off that. And how can I also just be fun and dorky without needing them to be fun with me? You know, just last week I was teaching this glow in the dark class and I was wearing a big tutu and just being a big dork. And yeah, there were people that were just like, whatever, they could care less. But I know deep down they're laughing deep down. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with them. I'm having fun. But I know many instructors would be like, no, they think this is dumb. No, they don't. They're just quiet. It has nothing to do with you. Others are listening. Others are watching. They're watching you and they're inspired by you. Just because they're not yay and smiling doesn't mean they don't enjoy it. Doesn't mean they're not listening. So that's what today's show is all about. So please know that when you're speaking, others are listening. And please do not allow others to dictate how you feel. You are the eye of the storm. You are what creates you. You choose for you. Because I used to choose for others when I taught and it didn't work. 
So thank you to my client that about the push-ups and how she's listening. And I just had a great conversation with my boyfriend and here comes this podcast that was birthed. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Get Up Girl podcast. I am truly, truly so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. And if you're in the LA area, reminder, I'm having a class. I want to invite you all to come and play with me on Sunday, June 5th. It is entitled Unstuck Your Money. We're going to really get curious about money. And let me tell you, when you get clear about money, everything else in your life will get clear. Your body will get clearer. Your relationships will get clearer. Your love will get clearer. Your mind will get clearer when you start to clear up your money. And that's not talked about enough, I know. And so when I cleaned up my money stuff, it's not there yet, but it's cleaner. So many opportunities and possibilities opened up for my life because I unstuck my money. And so if you're interested in that, please DM me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official or swipe up to get all the details and, uh, you know, would love to see you then in person. And thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.